Hey guys, this is the New Heights Church Podcast, and we just want to welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Here at New Heights, we exist to love people and point them to Christ. Enjoy today's service. Father, I'm asking that your people would hear your voice today and not mine. I'm asking that your word would shape us, change us, and mold us like only you can do. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. Please be seated in the house of the Lord and open your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. 1 Corinthians chapter number 9. I want to teach for a few minutes this morning, and then I'm going to give you some declarations uh, that I shared on New Year's night that I believe are going to position you and your family for drastic success in 2021. Can you say amen to that? Because it matters much more what you say than it does what I say about your life. As a matter of fact, uh, in your life, nobody has more authority than you do. You have the authority to go to heaven and you have the authority to go to hell. And you make a choice whether you believe it or not, because the Bible says to not choose is actually to have chosen. The scripture says, if you're lukewarm, listen to this, he'll spit you out. It's one of the most terrifying scriptures in the whole Bible. It's better. Have you ever had like been working in the yard? It might be hard to remember right now, like on a hot, hot summer day. And then you get, you get done and and you get the grass cut. You're looking at it. It's like, man, yard looks so good. And then you go inside and you have a, a glass of ice cold, sweet tea. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about like life-changing, like 75% sugar, sweet tea. I'm talking about this is still the South where we eat barbecue and we drink sweet tea. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about ice cold. But when it's warm, it's just kind of ah. Then a day like today, matter of fact, on Saturday, we had some gumbo. I don't know if you like gumbo, but I, I happen to love gumbo. And if you can see your spoon in it, you didn't do it right. That's the way I see it. But you know, when it's cold, you might eat it, but it's just not the same as when it's hot. In other words, there are things that are good hot and things that are good cold, but very few things are good lukewarm. Very few things have any value lukewarm. So in 2021, it's it's not only a year of victory, it's a year where you and me are going to take up our cause and we are going to fight the good fight of faith. Somebody say, I will fight. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 9 and 24, it says, know ye not that they which run in a race run all. In other words, everybody's running, but one receives the prize. In other words... You can all be running, but there's going to be one victor. The scripture says, so run that you may obtain. Run, one translation says, run to win. Come on, don't just just bounce out of bed every morning in 2021 and act like everything's going to change. You know, the first thing's got to change is you. Is this too much for Sunday morning, Jake? The first thing's got to change is you. You got to decide that, and now, I don't know if you know this, but you are actually in a fight. And if you have given your life to Jesus, it's not like the fight is over. Believe it or not, the fight just gets going whenever you give your life to Jesus. 
When you identify yourself on Team Jesus, Team Christianity, a member of the kingdom of heaven, an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven, that's when you actually become a target and you actually get on the hit list of the adversary. So the other thing that has to be in your mind at all times is you have to stop being shocked that the devil is the devil. He's pretty good at it. So when you decide to, to pursue God with all your heart, you got to know there's going to be, there's going to be. So this race that we're talking about, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but they have these uh, endurance races and obstacle races and extreme obstacle races and some called Spartan races. See, when you're picturing the race of Christianity, you can't just pick a nice, beautiful, clean track with nothing on it and everybody in the stands getting ready to shout for you and you got your perfect outfit on and they're going to walk by and they're going to shoot the fake gun. You're going to run 100 yards then you're going to stop and have a Gatorade. That's really not the race of a Christian. The race of a Christian is one that if we had to build it out metaphorically, it would have a pit with alligators in it that you're going to have to walk through. It would have broken glass in an area that you're going to have to crawl underneath barbed wire. It's going to be an area, but all these things, thank God, are spiritual. You and me have to understand, though, that the enemy, he has already lost your soul if you've given your life to Jesus. So his goal is to keep you ineffective the rest of your life. And the best way you can be ineffective is to never recognize that you're actually in a fight. I remember I was in middle school one time and I was popping off to this guy and he was popping off to me back and who's to say who was right, but I probably was. Come on, somebody. And before you know it, I'm on the ground in a headlock and I'm spinning around like this and I see all these feet and it was, it was not until that moment that I realized just how upset this guy was. And I realized I was in a fight. And as soon as I realized I was in a fight, everything changed. But if you don't know you're in a fight, you'll just be on the ground in a headlock and never know it. You'll just be sitting there waking up with the same challenges and never knowing you have victory over all of these challenges. So the Bible says, don't just run a race. Come on, somebody. Run to win your race. Somebody say, run to win. And every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. That's talking about that race. But you and me, we're racing to receive an incorruptible crown. One that dust and moth can't corrupt. No, I'm talking about walking into the glory, walking into the, the place where Jesus is and having him saying, hey, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm talking about running your race as if the race is worth winning. You got family members that don't know Jesus yet. Come on, you got co-workers that don't even know you're a Christian. We have, we have people all around us that don't even know we're saved. That's because we're running a race. We're just not running to win it. But in 2021, let me tell you what the Lord told me about 2021. And I was talking to Crystal, by the way, on Saturday morning. I said, how come the Lord never speaks to me in rhymes? I hear all these ministers and, and it's almost like every time that the, the Lord speaks to them, it sounds like these beautiful rhythmic rhymes and I don't hear it. I don't hear from him that way. I hear and it, it, it's just like he says something to me and then, then, then it immediately takes root. And in August of 2020, the Lord stood by my bedside and told me year, uh, 2021 will be the year of the arena. 
And I first thought, because remember, you got to remember, August was kind of crazy times. There was a lot more uncertainty than there is now. And there's a lot of uncertainty now. But August was really crazy. And I thought, oh man, what if that means like big arenas full of people and, and massive outpourings? I don't know. But, but the more I saw God, the more I, I was drawn right here to 1 Corinthians 9. It's not, it's not that we're not running. It's that we need to be reminded we need to be running to win. Because when you get in the arena, when you get in the gauntlet... Remember the gladiators of old in the big Colosseum? They might have been critical of somebody in the, in the middle of the arena before they got in there. But there's no critics in the arena. There's no critics in the fight. The critics are those in the stands. The ones that have an opinion about everything from what you wear to how you walk to what your kids said, to how you, how you hold your cup of coffee, to what you watch on television. But there's no critics in the arena because we're too busy fighting. 2021 is not gonna be the year when you don't have the option to be critical. It's the year when you're gonna choose not to be critical. Because you're going to run your race to win. Hebrews chapter 12 says we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Can you think of what that might look like just beyond the veil? To see that there are those who are encouraging us to run our race. Verse 26 says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. In other words, I don't run as if I don't know I have the victory. I run as if I am certain that God cannot fail. He said, so fight I, not as one that beats the air. That's kind of a tongue twister in King James, but basically he says, so I fight on and not like I'm just punching the wind. That word air in the original language is very interesting. It literally indicates like the lower atmosphere. The lower, more insignificant things of your life. The stuff that it would be easy to complain about. The stuff that it would be easy to to lose your cool about. But in losing your cool, you lose your witness. In losing your cool... At least in that moment, you lose your race. Because we're not running just to run. We're running to win. And 2021, the year of the arena, each one of us... See, it's, it's very hard to be critical in the arena because something is under your feet. But you only recognize it when you get there. See, when you get in the middle of the arena, you start to stand where others have died for the cause. See, that sounds extreme. I don't think I could make it sound more extreme than it is, to be honest with you. I don't want to speak for the world because one of the primary things that the Lord told me about this year is to get laser focused on the local body. 
laser focused on the local body. Because so many times we look from afar and we get critical only to find out when we stand in the arena, we stand on the blood of the martyrs who've gone before us and it is extremely difficult to be critical in that environment. Because now you think about what it actually costs somebody else for you to be standing in a place like this and reading from God's holy Bible without too much threat. But the reduction of threat is not likely. The reduction of threat is not likely. If history serves, the opportunity for a haphazard or a unserious Christian is not very likely in the future. In America, it used to be that the church affected the nation. But what we've seen with hyper-politics is the nation affect the church. In the book of Haggai, it says that he will shake all nations. And he doesn't, it's not his goal to do so through the government. Do you remember when Moses walked back to Pharaoh and said, you better let my people go? And he was laughed and mocked at. He was laughed and they mocked him. It wasn't like he walked in there with a government or a political party. He walked in there and said, you better be careful with my God because you've messed with his people too long. In 2021, it's the year of the arena. 2020 was a year of testing and purging. And there are people that didn't serve God in December that were serving God in January. Because they just decided it's not worth it. They just decided it's far enough. That's, That's all I can do. And I'm telling you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, God doesn't need everybody. But those who will take up their place in the arena, they don't fight or run as if victory is uncertain. We don't punch the air like we're punching these little petty things. No, Ephesians 6 says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, power, against uh, uh, rulers of darkness of the world and against spiritual wickedness. And listen to this, in high places. When you run your race and really run your race, you're not punching at this little stuff anymore. You don't care if they call you a fanatic. You don't care if they call you a Bible thumper. You don't care if they tell you take it too far because you're not worried about what's going on here. You have your mind stayed on things that are here. You look towards the hills from which cometh your help. And whenever you decide to take a swing, you're not punching at this little level anymore. You're taking out spiritual wickedness in high places. We've had spiritual wickedness ruling over our lives because we've been so petty down here. Everybody cares about why did you 
say it this way? Why'd you say it that way? Listen to this. Just in the body of Christ. Why do you read from that version of the Bible? Why do you read from this version of the Bible? Do you think that preacher is a good preacher? Do you think that preacher is a good preacher? Do you think that's a good church? Do you think that's a good church? Let me tell you something. If you'll get away from this stuff, you can actually do some damage up here where God said we're supposed to be fighting. But you got to recognize you're in the arena. Somebody say the arena. You got to get in there. Come on, you got to wake up every morning and say, guess what, devil? I'm still here. You should have taken me out long ago. Sorry, you couldn't. But I'm still here and I still have a breath in my lungs. I still have a beat in my heart and I still got a fight in my spirit. So I don't fight or run as one that's uncertain. He said, matter of fact, I fight on and I fight in those high places you don't like me to go. I fight in those places that change families forever. Fight in those places that change you from the inside out and nothing is ever the same. I was talking with Jake. This morning, I said, Jake, I, I got to look the year up when it happened. I said, but the power of God came on me about 19 years old. And I have never been the same. I mean, never, not even close to the same, not even remotely the same. And so my prayer is this. Let 2021 not just be the year of the arena, but let it be the year of the fire of God. That comes in and burns off all your distractions and burns off all your stinking thinking and burns off all your insecurities and burns off all your self-doubt and burns off all those things that contradict the word of God. And you just decide, look, I'm not going to run as if I'm not going to win. I didn't just get up to run in a race like maybe I came in this thing to fight and I know if I fight, I have the victory and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to press towards that mark until my last dying heartbeat. You decide to make that your stance. Let me tell you something. You won't see God move next year. You'll see God move right now. God is waiting on the son. God is waiting on his sons and daughters to take up their place and stand on the word of God and refuse to be moved by anything. Anything. Refuse to be moved by anything. Man, I came up here and I was so excited to preach the first sermon of 2021 on a Sunday and I got all these points I was going to make and I just feel like God is saying if you'll take up your place in the arena you'll see the victory faster than you could ever imagine. If you'll take up your place in the arena if you'll decide to lay aside every weight for real and I'm going to help you with that. If you'll decide to lay aside every weight some of you it's going to look different than others. But you're just going to decide to lay some stuff down. There's some people that, that, that you've given too much place in your life. There's some other people you haven't given enough place in your life. There's people that you know time with them builds your spirit. Even if it's on the phone or through text or through, you can, you can follow the church on social media. You can follow my stuff on social media. But instead, something just distracts and we get pulled in all these other directions. And then all of a sudden, when all hell breaks loose, we realize we had all this time to be ready for it. But now that it's here, all we have to fight with is what we have in our scabbard. So you don't get to fight. You don't get to, you don't get to like train with your weapon when it's wartime. It's fight time. 
I believe 2020, if it didn't do anything else, it got us ready for 2021. Come on, somebody. What you going to do now, devil? It's a total shift in, in capacity. So we're going to fight, but we're not going to fight like we're not going to win. And we're not going to fight against little, little bitty, little bitty, uh, uh, petty stuff down here. No, we're going to, we're going to fight and we're going to punch in those high spiritual places and we're going to see this region change. Can you say amen to that? We're going to see this region change for God. We're going to see this region change. Let me tell you how he's going to do it. You ready? I'll tell you how he's going to do it. By the power of the Holy Spirit. By the power of the Holy Spirit. There's not going to be anything in your life that the Holy Spirit's not going to get get involved with. The Holy Spirit is about to take you to places and expose you to things that you're not smart enough in the natural to even understand. Some of you are going to get, you're you're going to retrain how you talk and you're going to see the hand of God move in your life. Out of your mouth, you prophesy your future, whether you know it or not. The scripture says you have whatsoever you say. That doesn't just apply when you know that. It applies all the time. Some of you are going to change how you talk. And ultimately, you'll begin to change how you walk. Hey, I got a rhyme in there. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Turning into a real preacher after eight years. See, I've been a preacher my whole life. Still have businesses now. Have projects going all the time. Constantly. Personal evangelism is a high priority in our house. Because this is not, this is, this is a, this is who I am. And New Heights Church is a beautiful building and our new building is going to be amazing. But New Heights Church is not this building. And it's not the next one either. Everybody just touch your heart right here. Say, this is the church. The problem is is the church, not you. You're here on a Sunday morning. On the first Sunday of the year, you probably thought you were just going to come in here and hear some motivational message. Well, guess what? We actually cracked the Bible open in here. Which is the most motivational piece of literature in history. Or in the future, for that matter. But what happens is is, is you you start being the church. And now all of a sudden this region changes and you put something on God. You put a need on God. If every person in this room and every person that will be in the next service and every person watching online brought one person to church every single month. Now, that doesn't sound like much, does it? Some months have 31 days. If you were responsible, I'm not saying you had to pick them up. Maybe you do, some of them. But, but if you were responsible for one Person, every person in this room that hears this, that watches this message, that watches the replay, if you brought one person to the house of God, every if you're responsible for that every single month, and I realize the pandemic and all that, but if it in-house or online, I'll give you credit for online, any and all the above, one person per month, we'd have to put a tent out there next week. You want to know what God wants? God wants us in the arena. He wants us running our race with vigor and fire and gusto from a place of a known anointing. I have some declarations I'm going to read over us. And then I'm, then I'm going to ask that we read them together. 
And then we're going to distribute them through social media to you guys. So you guys are going to have to follow me on, on Instagram and Facebook to get it. It's powerful, powerful declarations. But these are declarations over the year. Give me just a minute and then I'm going to ask you to put them on the screen. The Lord told me that 2021 would be the year of the arena. Be the year of the fire of God that burns away what has tried to destroy you. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown in the fire and the ones that threw them in died and they lived and walked around with Jesus in the flames. 2021, the year of the fire of God. The fire separates you from the crowd. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the only ones in the fire, but they were also the only ones standing at the time of testing. How many of you are just thankful that you're still standing after 2020? Come on, give God a thanksgiving praise that you're still standing after 2020. It's a year of joy. Listen to this. Joy, independent of your circumstances. See, happiness comes from the root word happen. Happiness comes from what happens to you. If you get an ice cream cone, you are happy. If it falls on the ground, you are not happy based on what happened. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. Some of you are going to... I, I, I'm going to write you a prescription right now. You ready? Laugh every day. Amen. It does good like medicine. The enemy tries to make this sound so crazy. And to the world it is crazy. But if you will take some time and literally on purpose, the same way that you faith something out, you can walk in joy. Sometimes, hear me on this. Sometimes I'll just make myself laugh on purpose because I'm not going to have my joy stolen. Say, does it sound funny? Sounds crazy as a loon. Where I'm from, you'd say crazy as a road lizard. But do you know what floods over my entire being when I decide to put some action to it instead of just saying something? The Bible says faith without Works That word can be translated to effort. Faith without effort is dead. How many of you want some dead faith? Don't raise your hands. All you got to do is say you have faith and do nothing. You got dead faith. You can walk around and say, oh, I got some dead faith. Or you can say the joy of the Lord is my strength. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will walk in your joy all the days of my life. Laughter does my heart good like medicine. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to your name, oh God. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You rule and reign. There is none like you. You washed me in the blood of Jesus. I've been raised up. I can be seated next to you in heavenly places. There is none like you, oh God. I will walk in your joy which is my strength all the days of my life in Jesus name 
Let me tell you, that's the perfect remedy for when you're driving home from work or wherever you've been all day and you know the kids are going to claw over you when you get home. You got 700 things that your husband's going to ask you to do, that your wife's going to ask you to do. I dare you to stop a quarter mile from the house, put it in park, make sure you're off the road good, close your eyes, lift up your hands and just let the joy of the Lord wash over you before you go dragging the world into your house where you ask God. To reside. Kids didn't do anything wrong for you to go in there with a bad attitude. Then the next thing that happens is that it's dinner time. So, all right, let's pray. Then I don't want to pray anymore. Come on, all grumpy goat. The deal didn't go through. The gasket blew out. We had so many clients today or not enough clients today. Rah, what if the joy of the Lord just was your strength? What if you just decide, I'm going to walk in joy. I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to walk in joy. I'm going to let joy wash over me. I'm going to be, I'm going to be in the joy of the Lord all year long in Jesus name. Come on. If you're going to walk in joy, just give God a big hand of praise right there. The year of Bible study. Somebody say Bible study. You're going to study to show yourself approved. You're going to fill yourself with the water of the word of God. And out of your belly will flow that living water. And I'm going to add something here. It just means you're going to read your Bible. Like don't make it out like it's a Rubik's Cube. Don't, don't, don't make it out like, like it's an impossible task. You're just going to read your Bible. When I say Bible study, it makes it sound like you've got to have a lab coat and a magnifying glass to do it right. You're going to read your Bible. And you're going to be shocked at how much, how much your appetite will change for the Word of God. Because you want what you eat. How many of you, just right when I said that, you immediately smelled olive garden rolls. Where did that come from? I'm going to help you with that in just a minute. You want what you eat. So you got to change what you want to change what you want to eat. You have to change what you consume to change your desire. Because whatever you feed, that grows. And whatever you starve, that dies. So you're going to read your Bible. If you've never read your Bible, here we go. Start with the book of John. If you've never read your Bible, start with the book of John. And then make sure, I know I've said this probably two or three times already, make sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook because I'm going to be doing Bible studies, some of them live and some of them I'm going to record for you so that you can watch them in the evening. Some of them may be a little long, some of them may not be long, but it's literally going to give you some opportunity to go line upon line, precept upon precept, because it's one thing to sit in here and hear it, it's a whole other thing to read it with your own eyes. Because the church is shifting from cute to effective. The church is shifting from cute to effective. It's going to be the year of discipleship. You're going to, you're going to walk out the Great Commission. You're going to help make disciples. You said discipleship. Yeah, I'm going to be discipled. That's not what I said. You're going to disciple somebody. You're going to get somebody born again. And then you're going to start asking them, tell me what you think about this verse. 
Hey, have you read John 3? Let's read it together at lunch. Hey, let's read the book of Philippians. It's not too long. Hey, let's read the book of Jude. It's one chapter. Come on, let's read through the Psalms together. Hey, let's me and you read through Proverbs together. There's 31 of them. There's 31 days in a month. We could go through the whole thing in a month. Let's do it. And before you know it, you're going to be changing somebody's entire eternity and their family lineage forever. Because it's going to be a year of discipleship because the church is shifting from cute to effective. I wish that rhymed. The church is shifting from cute to effective. God says, I will shake all nations. The desire of all nations shall come and I will fill this house with glory. Somebody say glory. I will fill this house with glory. Some of you are going to see what you've longed for. The glory of God. Some of you are going to experience the glory of God for the first time. And a lot of the things that you used to think weren't real are going to become more real than the air you breathe. Because it's not a game. We're shifting from cute, come on somebody, to effective. There's going to be, in 2021, a decade of anointing imparted for a recompense of what the church endured in 2020. The way you receive that and walk in is you don't cast away your confidence. Hebrews 10.35. Because it's in your confidence. Confidence is King James. 2021 version, we would say you're not going to cast away your swagger. Is that still a cool word? You're not going to lose your swagger. You're going to start walking this thing out. You know, the Bible says, they came to Jesus one time and said, said hey, Jesus, what is, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He said, you can't even be in the kingdom of heaven unless you get converted like one of these little children. My son's almost 12 years old. This brother, it doesn't matter what you put him in. Like, he walks with this certain swagger. We, he... For Christmas, he wanted some new boots and, and some spurs. Come on, somebody. You know how many horses we have? <laughs> this brother put those spurs on, and he looked like he was, he was melted and poured into those boots. You know what I'm talking about? And he came walking in, ching, 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 ching. I said, my God, that boy walks with some swagger. Now, granted, I'm a believer in this. It's a lot harder to put confidence in him than it is timidity. So we put confidence in them and then teach them to be humble. Ching, 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 ching. Come on. You're not going to cast away your confidence in 2021. The devil's going to try to hit you and you're just going ching, 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 ching. We walked into the Harley Davidson dealership to get some stuff the other day for some of our motorcycles. And when he... When he walked in, he said, can I wear these spurs? I said, sure, you can wear those spurs, bro. He's got this incredible vest on that says, I'm your huckleberry. (laughs) And so he's walking in, ching, 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 ching. And I had no idea that the Harley-Davidson dealership turns into a beer hall on Saturday. (laughs) So here I come walking in with all my kids, and everybody's got their Miller Lite or whatever they're drinking. What did you have, Jack? Ching, 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 ching. So I let Walker walk in front of me because I wanted to see what everybody was going to do. And everybody was doing the same thing. Everybody was just giving him that Harley Davidson grunt. 
<laughs> One guy stopped him and said, you ready for everything, aren't you? He goes, I stay ready. Ching, 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 ching. Some of, some of y'all need to develop that, 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 that walking with spurs walk. Just to remember that you're not going to cast away your confidence in 2021. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God's going to lift up a standard against him. Come on, somebody. You're not going to lose your confidence. Come on, give God a big hand of praise. The year of Bible study. Now put these on the screen. I'm going to teach through these for just a minute. I hope I have time. These are the declarations. These are the declarations we're going to use throughout this month and maybe even further. But I want you making these declarations every day. We're going to send them out through social media. The first one, I'll read it and then we'll read them all together in a minute. It says, I declare 2021 to be the year of health. Listen to this. And I will fight for it. I will see the word of God come to pass in my life. Because I'm going to speak it. Listen to this. And stand on it. When you say it, that's only the first punch in the fight. The next thing is you got to stand on it. And no good prize fighter falls after one, fight, after one punch. The enemy doesn't always fall out of your way after one punch. Sometimes you have to stand. And when you've done everything you could do, stand there for. You're going to speak it and stand. Listen to this. Come what may. You're going to get your butt out of the way. I'll serve God, but. I'm going to stand on the word, but. You're going to get the butt out of the way. Just stop adding caveats to the word of God. That's what he's talking about. Don't add to it. Don't take away. Speak it and stand on it. Come what may. Arrived again. Tell you what, 2021, the year of the preacher. Come on, somebody. I declare 2021 the year of Bible study. And I will fight off all distractions. Does this sound? See, it's not cute. It's just effective. I will fight off all distractions to fill myself with the Word of God. I will consume and digest the Word of God. Don't go reading the Bible and then go, okay, one, two, three, I'm done, and turn on Netflix and veg out for six hours. You read the Word and digest the Word. And when 2021 is over, I will be far more Bible literate than I am now. I declare 2021 the year of discipleship. And I will fight off all my insecurities to share what I do know with others. I'm committed to helping others understand what I understand of the Bible. Not in an arrogant way, not in a haughty way. But like the apostle said, such as I have, I freely give. You want to know how to walk in more revelation? Give what you have away. Because that becomes seed. A little time goes by and then you get a harvest. And now you're walking in a revelation, not in revelation knowledge that's higher than you walked in before. Because you gave it away. I'm committed to helping others understand what I understand of the Bible. And I will discuss the scripture on a regular basis. Some of you have maybe never brought it up with anybody before. But you need to send a text message or a phone call today to somebody. Say, hey, what do you think about John 3.16? And just start a conversation. Because what you love, you talk about. I declare 
2021, the year of the fire of God. Listen to this. And I am a carrier thereof. I'm actively expecting miracles, signs, wonders, and great moves of the Spirit of God. I am not ashamed of the supernatural power of God. If you're ashamed of the supernatural, you would have hated the resurrection. If you don't like the supernatural power of God, pretty much every story we read about should be like off limits to you. If you don't like the supernatural, never talk about the Red Sea again. If you don't like the supernatural, don't mention Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Don't mention the water and the wine. If you don't like the supernatural, don't mention any of the miracles. Just go on your own intellect and see how far that gets you. Because the only reason we believe this stuff is because of the miracles. If Jesus had just died and been dead, we'd go, hey man, that was a good guy. Not cute. But we're rewiring our mainframe. Because as you think, that's how you are. You're not going to be ashamed of the supernatural. And if it puts you in a different category, so be it. You didn't draw the categories anyway. What do you think about what they think about you? I don't think about what anybody thinks about me. I only think about what he thinks about me. I declare 2021 the year of the arena. And I will fight the good fight of faith. I will see many come to Jesus and experience the freedom he offers because I'm going to be bold in sharing him. I'm taking personal responsibility. There's a word that doesn't get kicked around very much. I'm taking personal responsibility to bring no less than one person per month to New Heights Church. Digital, online, whatever, don't care. Don't put the word in them. I'm thankful that someone shared Jesus with me and I will share Jesus with others. I declare it, I believe it, and I receive it in Jesus' name. I'm going to stop there, but stand to your feet before we make these confessions. Lord, we need your presence. I need your anointing. I don't want to do anything without you. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus or you need to give it to him today, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. This Jesus that we've talked about all morning died for you rose from the dead for you he sits next to his father in heaven right now and he's preparing a place for you but if you've never given your life to him maybe you're watching online or you're in the room or you need to recommit your life to him with no one looking around when I count to three I want you to lift your hand one, two, three lift your hands those of you online as well if you've never given your life to Jesus I see that, God bless you If you lifted your hand or you wanted to, pray this prayer with me from the bottom of your heart. Matter of fact, the whole church is going to help us. Say it like this. Say, oh God, I come to you now and I ask you to save me. Write my name in your book. I believe Jesus died and rose from the dead for my victory. I'm a Christian now on my way to heaven in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Come on, give God a big hand of praise. Congratulations, starting the first year off right. First Sunday of the year off right.
Now listen, we're going to read these together and then we're going to dismiss. But I'm calling a church-wide fast beginning tomorrow. I wish I had time to teach a little bit more on it, maybe in the next service. And if I don't get to it, then I'll teach it uh, throughout the week on social media and then uh, Wednesday. But we're going to begin a fast tomorrow and it's a 10-day fast. Now if you want to go further than that, praise the Lord, go further than that. But I'm calling the 10-day fast starting tomorrow. We're going to set aside some things. Fasting sets aside things that you enjoy for a season for the cause of Christ. So some of you may want to go, you know, no food for 10 days. Believe it or not, you'll live and actually probably be healthier. Some of you are going to set aside lunch. You're not going to eat lunch for 10 days. Some of you are going to do a juice fast. Some of you are going to do a Daniel-style fast. You're not going to eat any bread or any sweets. Some of you are going to not uh, do meat for, a, for a, 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 the 10-day period. But I challenge you, set aside this 10 days to decide. I don't want to go through 2021 like 2020. I want to set aside some stuff. I want to see the hand of God move. Fasting is about self-denial. It's about, listen to this, it's about holy revenge on your flesh. I want to talk about getting violent. Tell your flesh no every now and then. It brings incredible clarity. If you've never fasted, you've got to jump in this with us. It's easily one of the most underrated tools in the Christian arsenal is a good fast. You say, is it fun? Not really. Come on, somebody. But don't go fasting with a big old frown on your face. Matthew 6, it says that you're not supposed to fast and let everybody know you're fasting. I mean, you like tell somebody. Like, like if they're like, hey, you want to go eat a taco? Don't be like, no, I don't like you. Just tell them, no, sorry, you know, I'm not eating lunch right now. Well, you're not eating lunch? How come you're not eating lunch? Well, I've set aside some time for the Lord. And you'd be shocked how quick that turns into a conversation about Jesus. We're just going to lay aside some things. We're going to fast. We're going to believe God. We're going we're gonna to set aside some time. And look, when you fast, don't, when you fast, don't like... Uh, don't just try to sit there and do nothing. You replace that time with prayer and meditating on the Word of God and reading the Bible, discussing the Word of God with others. That's how it becomes effective. Not to just sit there and be miserable. Because you get rewired. Some of you are going to find out you can actually break addictions to food. This must be too much, Jake. I don't want to break addictions to food. I don't want to eat barbecue and drink sweet tea. What happened to the barbecue sweet tea part of the message? 11 days. Come on, you're going to break some stuff off your life. We're going to get radical. Somebody say, get radical. All right. Let's read these declarations. Say it like you mean it. We're not going to read them too fast. 2021. Matter of fact, everybody lift one hand. 2021, the year of the arena. I declare 2021 to be a year of health, and I will fight for it. I will see the Word of God come to pass in my life because I'm going to speak it and stand on it, come what may. 
I declare 2021 the year of Bible study, and I will fight off distractions to fill myself with the Word of God. I will consume and digest the Word of God, and when 2021 is over, I will be far more Bible literate than I am now. I declare 2021 the year of discipleship, and I will fight off all my insecurities to share what I do know with others. I'm committed to helping others understand what I understand of the Bible, and I will discuss the scripture on a regular basis. I declare 2021 the year of the fire of God, and I'm a carrier thereof. I'm actively expecting miracles, signs, wonders, and great moves of the Spirit of God. I'm not ashamed of the supernatural power of God. Come on, give God a hand right there. Come on, give God a big praise right there. We're not ashamed of your power, God. Here we go. One, two, three. I declare 2021 the year of the arena and I will fight the good fight of faith. I will see many come to Jesus and experience the freedom he offers because I'm going to be bold in sharing him. I'm taking personal responsibility to bring no less than one person per month to New Heights Church. And I am thankful that someone shared Jesus with me and I will share Jesus with others. Come on, say it like you mean it. I declare it. I believe it. And I receive it. In Jesus' name. Come on, give God some praise. I speak it over your life. I speak the favor of God over your life. I speak victory over your life. I declare a new season is broken out. I declare the year of the arena, but the year of great victory. And I declare supernatural encounters over your life and your entire family in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, bless your people coming in. Bless them going out. Bless them in the city and the field this day and every day in Jesus' name. And if you got one more praise locked up in you, come on, turn it loose. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there are a couple of things that I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episodes will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, follow us on social media. That is the best way to stay up to date on everything happening at New Heights. We look forward to you joining us next time on the New Heights podcast. And if you are ever in the Bryan College Station area, we invite you to come out to New Heights Church for a live service. I promise we'll make you feel right at home.